You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today, I want to highlight a scientist and an inventor that you may or may not have heard of before. I actually had the pleasure of meeting this amazing man a couple years ago um, when I was working behind the scenes um, as part of a kind of docu-series on several um, scientists' lives, and that was an amazing experience for me. So I'll share a little bit about my um, meeting him when I had the opportunity to briefly um, talk with him just for a little bit. Um, just I was just a behind the scenes worker. And um, yeah, so keep listening to the ends because I'll share my experience with that. But I do want to just kind of, you know, talk about his accomplishments a bit and highlight um these amazing accomplishments. I mean, there's so many people out there who've done some really amazing things. And I think it's important to celebrate those things that they accomplish because they impact our lives and, and give us so much great information and encourage and motivate us to, you know, dream big, achieve our goals and learn and grow. You know, that's what it's all about. So his name is George Alcorn. And what's cool about George Alcorn is that he is what you would call a living legend. Like he's still alive, but he's done some amazing things. Like, you know, um, you can read so much about him. Um, he's, you know, just been recorded so well, you know, for his uh, scientific achievements. Um, he's a professor as well. So there's a lot of information about him and what he has done. So if you don't know who he is, let me just kind of give you kind of an intro into who George Alcorn is. So first of all, George Alcorn. He was born March 22nd, 1940. He is an American uh, physicist, engineer, and inventor. And he is a Black American um, phys physicist, engineer, and inventor. And of course, I like to highlight that point because he was doing these amazing things in a time where it was not so easy for Black Americans to be able to um, get into these very different career fields and and showcase their accomplishments in ways that other people were able to. So I think it's very important to highlight that uh, point. So um, primarily he taught at Howard University and the University of Dist District Columbia, and he worked primarily for IBM and NASA. He has over 30 inventions eight patents resulting in his induction into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in 2015. And it was around that time that I actually got the opportunity to meet him. He was very nice. Um, so yeah, we'll come back to that point in a bit. But his early life, um, there isn't a whole lot. And I think that that's you know, good. And when I say a whole lot, there isn't a, a lot available online. Um, and sometimes that's nice, you know, it, people still want to have their private lives. Not everybody wants their whole like life story on the internet. So um, regarding his early life, um, the information available is that he was just born March 22nd, 1940 to Arletta Dixon in Alcorn, Indianapolis, Indiana. And so um, his education and academic career. Alcorn received four academic scholarships to Occidental College in Los Angeles, where he graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Physics. He received his degree with honors while earning eight letters in basketball and football. Alcoron earned a master's of science in nuclear physics 
1963 from Howard University after nine months of study. And during the summers of 1962 and 1963, he worked as a research engineer for the space division of uh, North American Rockwell. So he was involved with the computer analysis of launch trajectories and um, was rising to the rank of a, a full-on professor at that point. So his private work. After earning his PhD, Alcorn spent 12 years working in the private sector. He held positions as a senior scientist at the Philo, at the Philco Ford, senior physicist at he he held positions as a senior scientist at Philco Ford, a senior physicist at Perkin Elmer, and an advisory engineer at IBM. So his inventions, now we're getting into the good stuff. So one of Alcorn's best known inventions is the X-ray spectrometer, okay? Now let's figure out, or we'll figure out, let's learn what an X-ray spectrometer is, okay? An X-ray spectrometer is a general term for several X-ray spectrometer is um, basically a general term used for several spectrophic techniques for characterization of materials by using X-ray excitation, okay? So this invention earned him the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center Award for Inventor of the Year in 1984. Other significant inventions concern plasma etching. Okay, so let's talk about what plasma etching is. Plasma etching is a form of plasma processing used to fabricate integrated circuits. It involves a high-speed stream of of a high-speed stream of glow discharge plasma of an appropriate gas mixture being shot at a sample. The plasma source, known as etch species can be either charged ions or neutral okay so that's just kind of that in a nutshell um so anyway um that was another one of his um significant inventions so and that was for um these semiconductor devices and yeah there's just a lot more information there but in 1999 alcorn was honored with the award from the government executive magazine for developing the airborne lidar Topographic Mapping System, ALTMS, in partnership with the Houston Advanced Research Center. In 2015, Alcorn was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame for his invention of the X-ray spectrometer. Um, and for me, I often wonder, like, sometimes I look at these, like, dates when people, like, actually invented stuff and then when they get their award, and it's, like, decades you know, later. And I've often wondered why. It seems like some people are recognized like pretty early on for the things that they do. And then others are recognized like much later. I just often wonder at that point. Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that go into, you know, um, when these different inventions are, are able to be inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame and everything. But I think um, that's just something interesting. It's just something that's always been a point for me.
again, just very interesting on, you know, when certain people are inducted into these different halls of fame. Um, a lot of times something that I just kind of noticed and I could be wrong, it just seems like for some people, it's almost like decades later and you just have to wonder why, um, you know me, I'm questioning, I'm asking why. Okay, so we got a little bit more information here on his personal life. Alcorn married his wife, Marie de Villers, in 1969, and they have one son who was born in 1979. Um, and his brother is also a research physicist at IBM as well. So it seems like smart just runs in this family, okay? Now, let me tell you about the patents issue, okay? So that's one thing that I appreciate about Mr. Alcorn here is that he patented his stuff. He's like, look, I already know the games that are going to be pulled with this. Somebody going to come back later and say, oh, no, I I added this and I did that. So I got sharing this, too, and blah, blah, blah. No, he was like, OK, as soon as I do something, I'm patenting it. And he did. So um, you're able to see all the different patents that he had issued online. Um, there's almost 10 of them, two, four, six, eight. Yeah, there's eight of them here listed. So I'm just going to quickly just kind of give you the, the gist of them. Um, so the first patent is the method for forming dense, dry etched, multi-level meticular, meticulary with non-overlapped vias. Um, a hardened, photoresistant master image mask process dense dry etched multi-level meticulary with non-overlapped bias imaging x-ray spectrometer that's the main one that we we mentioned earlier um g-a-a-s scotch key barrier photo responsive device and method of fabrication method of fabricating an image x-ray spectrometer process for forming lead free aluminum copper silicon conductor structure and the process for controlling the wall inclination of plasma etched via hole okay so these are the different um things that he has patented and many of these are actually just processes um, for for doing these different scientific um, processes um, many of which are pertaining to the x-ray spectrometer him itself so it's like he's just like look not only i want to make this x-ray spectrometer i'm going to patent some of the processes associated with my invention so that right there is not only being, you know, like a master inventor, but also like a good business person as well. So I appreciate that. So um, that was just kind of, you know, um, him in a nutshell, as far as, you know, his scientific accomplishments and everything. Now, um, I want to share just a really, you know, a nice visual here. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you're on podcast, you could always um, pop over at some point and listen on podcast to this as well. But let me just go ahead and get this screen share up here. Right here, we have this really nice write-up here on the National Inventors Hall of Fame about Mr. George Edward Alcorn. So again, you know, the main um, invention that was kind of a game changer invention that was great for his own research studies that he did, but also just for the um, field of physics in general. Not just that, um, the invention that really also um, 
pioneered and opened up many different areas of physics is this x-ray spectrometer. And um, it lists the patent number for it there and some other things. But um, basically, it just says that he, you know, is a pioneer physicist and engineer noted for his aerospace and semiconductor inventions. His X-ray imaging spectrometer patent during his career at NASA allowed for the detection of radio signatures at a more distant and accurate rate than previously possible and influenced the continued evolution of imaging devices. Used with space telescopes and other satellites, X-ray imaging spectrometers provide highly useful data for a wide range of scientific and technical applications. With improvements that address structural and performance deficiencies, Alcorn's devices and their descendants have been used to conduct planetary mapping, search for new planets, create star charts to reveal motions of systems and examine deep space phenomena, okay? A graduate of Occidental College with a BS in physics, Alcorn went on to receive his MS and PhD from Howard University. Um, of course, as we read, he joined IBM. And then in 1978, he joined NASA, where he worked for the remainder of his career. And Alcorn was a founder um, and, you know, did a lot of things in the field of mathematics as well and um, encouraged his students and mentors tours as well. So um, just amazing stuff, like really, really amazing stuff. Now, something else that I want to share with you is a little video snippet of him just kind of talking about his career, some of the challenges that he had. And he shares something, just one simple little phrase, which I think was nice um, about when he's talking about his father. So I really thought that that was great. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up this clip for you now takes just a couple of seconds here. It was a lot of fun to be around my father. I was a very fortunate boy, and my hero was my daddy. My father was an automobile mechanic. I felt that what my father was doing was science. And he said, George, it's what you gotta do. You need an education. You gotta get in there and really fight, because it's not gonna be easy. There was a competition out there between us and the Russians. And we must be strong to be able to conquer them through science. 1957 was Sputnik, and we were starting in the space program. In 1960-odd, all the NASA facilities popped up around the country. Then on TV, you saw all these horrible crashes of all these American space vehicles. I would like to try to invent, discover, or publish something that was unique, or patent something that was unique that added to the situation that there were so few blocks in science and technology and, and some of us were able to get into those jobs and get some kind of connection at that time. I'm determined, I think I'm determined. I will try, I will put the time in. I've worked in companies of several hundred people where I was the only black person in the company. And I just won't, I will not give up. I'm a dreamer. I love to get there and dream and daydream and things like that. No one man is a, is a mountain in physics. There are many mountains, but no one has the, all the knowledge himself. I don't think anyone makes anything today 
without help from others. The big thing about being a science and engineering, if you have a good, interesting project, coming to work is not coming to work. It's coming to an adventure. And I much rather have an adventure than do laborious things. So oh, I just love that clip of him. You know, he's saying how he feels in um, his own words. And one thing that I appreciate is kind of, as I mentioned, how he, you know, talks about how much he looked up to his father. His father was a mechanic and encouraged him to get an education, which he did. You know, he did tell him that it was going to be challenging for him. And, but he didn't let that stop him. He just pushed right on ahead and got the job done. And I also love his outlook on work. He says, I would rather, you know, have an adventure, you know, um, than do something laborious, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing laborious work, you know, but at the same time, it's just his outlook, you know, he wants to have an adventure and be an innovator in this field, in this field of physics. And I also like his humility too. Um, you know, he is building on kind of you know, certain things that he did, you know, with the x-ray spectrometer, you know, he was able to invent that, but there were other people before him who had kind of, you know, put some portions of that uh, technology to together, maybe used in different areas, but then he was able to take it to that next level. And I like, you know, how he spoke to that point um, there in the interview, just saying, you know, one man is in a mountain, you know, it's several minds, several people coming to uh, together to really do these amazing things. So, you know, his work was, you know, a part of some of the key um, uh, going goings on at NASA. Um, because of his work, we we're able to get some of these amazing images from other planets and um, explore the universe in a much more in-depth way than we were prior to. Not just, you know, to 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 his work or, or what he did, but it's just a huge, you know, collectively what the scientists of the world have been able to accomplish. And, you know, he's right up there with them. So I just think that that is great. Um, I think his story is very encouraging. Now, um, like I mentioned, I did get to um, briefly meet him um, during one of these um, type of like interview doc style um, series, which ended up being part of a short film. And he was super nice. I love when you meet these people, you know, and you, you're wondering what they're like and, you know, are they nice or whatever. And he was so nice, so down to earth, you know, very respectable, funny. He had lots of jokes the day um, that I got to work with him, which was great. And um, just very upbeat, positive, encouraging and humble humble. And I just feel like we we need more humility in the world today. I think um, just kind of the nature of like the excessive social media use and, you know, just the, the way that businesses and organizations run these days, it's a very, you know, how can I get myself into the forefront and, and spotlight me, which to some degree, yeah, you have to do that. But, you know, if that's all you're about, you, you lose out on the humanity um, portion and humility and that just makes for a more negative and like combative divisive society so you know this man who is 
invented something that's so great that is increase our knowledge and expanded the understanding of physics and outer space who are we <laughs> to you know yeah i'm awesome you know yeah i mean we we all need those pats on the back but i think that we can all take a lesson from this man with an amazing mind and amazing talents who still um remains humble okay all right, everyone. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode on George Alcorn. Um, I hope that you will do more digging on him and really see more about him um, as far as the things that he's invented and how his inventions have impacted um, our understandings of things and impacted the world of physics, in particular, you know, aerospace physics. All right. Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.